0: Please don't let today be Monday. Please don't let today be Monday. Please, 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 please don't let today be Monday. Show with Matt and Mo. Hello. Hello.
1: Well, good morning. Welcome. I hope you're awake today, because it's Monday <laughs> and I'm feeling a bit groggy.
0: Uh welcome to the first, first episode of the Back Row Morning Show with Nimoro Matt and Moe. Uh, we're doing podcasts for nearly three years, and now here we is at the natural natural progression <laughs> of starting our own radio station and doing the morning show for it.
1: I feel like we are feeling very awkward right? and we, I mean, don't we, know where we, to go. We didn't
0: have to audition. <laughs> we're just like, hey... Let's do it. We got microphones.
1: Why not?
0: (laughs) Coming up on today's show, inconveniences at the airport, songs about Chick-fil-A, and snake handling. Whoa. So you're not going to (laughs) want to (laughs) miss it. Just like the church that Mo grew up in can't see the look she's giving me neither can anyone else (laughs) it is august 27th mo what does that mean holiday wise i'm sure we're celebrating something today
1: we are we're actually celebrating four
0: four holidays
1: national amazing holidays that i hope everyone is going to take part in (laughs) the first is just because day just
0: because day that's the day that you don't have to answer the question why
1: just because. Just because. Yeah. yeah. See, but I think that it's more of a do something kind for someone just, just because. Just because?
0: That's very noble of you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the excuse to do whatever you want today. Just because. You're like, why are you doing it? <laughs> just because.
1: It's just because <laughs> <laughs> um, The second of the national holidays I hope we will not be participating in is Kiss Me Day.
0: Oh, you mean you and me. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we're fine. not just we're just good. in that. <laughs> yeah, I got my wife. You got your husband. Exactly. We're all good. We're covered we, on that We basis. is good
1: in the hood. Okay. <laughs> the oh. third. Oh, what? This next what? one.
0: This next one's got to be your favorite.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. National Banana Lovers Day. I'm not a real huge fan of bananas, honestly. You're not a banana lover? Mm-mm. No, I'm one of those rare people that do not like... Like super ripe bananas, I think they taste disgusting. It's a texture thing for me at that point. Really? It's like mush.
0: Yeah, you know, I usually have texture issues. I don't know why bananas don't don't cause that problem with me. Nope.
1: It's slimy. It's That's like weird. okra. They're like yeah. boogers. No, yeah,
0: okra is gross.
1: It's okra nasty. makes
0: me want to vom.
1: So I like my bananas almost a little green.
0: Really? They're it's not like really green. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. And then if they get to the point to where they're brown, which almost oh, all the bananas that I bring in my house definitely not. get brown, I just save them for banana bread. I yeah. can do banana flavored things, <laughs> they're just not actual bananas. If I'm buying I bananas,
0: read. I'm eating them within 24 hours. That's how it works for me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I buy them, I put them over on the little banana hook, and I forget about them for about a
0: week. But see, that's, what's, that's the beauty of banana lovers day. You're supposed to eat them today. So just go get some of your favorite the way they they need to be, and just eat them all today. Mm-mm. Replace replace lunch. We'll go get some bananas after.
1: <laughs> nope, that's okay. You can keep your bananas. Okay. I'll buy you a banana for lunch. How's that? Okay, and then the last of our holidays is <laughs> National Petroleum Day. Ooh! So it's like oil and gas industry, industry appreciation, appreciation day. day. Um,
0: every every year. America well, celebrates oil and gas industry appreciation. Day.
1: I guess, I guess this is a day really for Hank Hill. It's, <laughs> it's for no other reason whatsoever, but
0: no, I actually looked this one up and they, they go all out on the really America celebrates every year by getting in their cars and taking a trip to their favorite places, fueling up at the, at their local gas station. I'm like,
1: American? Nobody,
0: nobody knows about this in America. Nobody is aware yeah, of it, right? There,
1: that was written from someone outside of our country who happened to Google American holidays, and they came up with this grand story about how we celebrate National Petroleum Day
0: right after National Big Mac Day.
1: Yeah, mm, that's
0: the America not right happening. There. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's all my holidays, Matt.
0: I see. All right. How has your week been, Mo?
1: Um. My week has been absolutely brutal.
0: Because of allergies. Because of
1: allergies, (laughs) I feel like I am dying every single day. Every day, my eyes are like tomatoes, (laughs) bright red and dripping. I can't breathe. Explain more of your.
0: Explain more of your uh, weeping orifices for everybody else. Here. <laughs> That's what
1: I was doing. That is what I was currently I doing. Hear every one of them. <laughs> it's, it's all within the central region of my face. That's good eyes, nose, and throat. <laughs> it sucks. Before we moved to Clovis, allergy season was in the spring. Yeah. You know, with things blooming and flowers and people mowing their grass and. Now it is the fall. For the last six years, fall allergies have been kicking my butt. And I think it's because it's windy. Yeah. And so it's blowing all the...
0: The pollen all in the air and stuff. And the dirt and yeah. the
1: dust and the tumbleweeds. And yeah. Yeah, tumbleweeds are a real thing, people who are not. And they're not
0: they're not living things. There's a fascinating amount of people outside of our area that believes tumbleweeds are animals. What? Or alive somehow.
1: They are actually very much dead. They are,
0: they are, <laughs> they are, are dried up plants.
1: <laughs> they are very dead. They are the deadest of dead, however, they still kill me on a daily basis.
0: Driving so
1: okay. I actually videotaped when we first moved here, I videotaped a huge group of tumbleweeds just blowing this is when we lived on base you Mm. know out over by the nothingness of clovis and you could just see for miles tumbleweeds just rolling along the street oh gosh and a friend of mine who she's originally from florida she's never been farther west she but at the time she was stationed in um alaska she was like really tumbleweeds are a for real thing i thought it was just a joke i thought it was made (laughs) up Joke in
0: western movies (laughs) right
1: no they are for real (laughs) and driving (laughs) through clovis during tumbleweed season is almost like playing a game of mario kart Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) well there's a huge stretch of uh, curry road k that goes out to the uh cheese plant out here Uh uh-huh just like a solid two miles that just gets overrun. It's it's fun, actually. Because there's no <laughs> cops out challenge. there. You speed and you actually do... We- it's a giant, like, wide road. So you do weave in and out. Yep. Yeah. Well,
1: that's how Yano was when we first moved here. But yeah. I, I drove from the base to Walmart weekly, you know, <laughs> down Yano. And so I would bob in and out. <laughs> it has been six years that we've lived here. Wow.
0: I know. I've lived here since... Nobody asked. 98. You. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is the gosh, longest we've 90, been that's anywhere. 20 years. That's 20 years. Oh, now. gosh. Wow. wow. Oh, but for gosh. us, that's
1: longer than that we've been the longest. That's that we've the longest have been anywhere as a yeah. military family? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's kind of sad long, to think that, that is this is. Stretch.
1: Mila was 15 months old when we moved here. This is. I anticipated her the, only home. a bad
0: in, uh, ending to that sentence you were about to say. <laughs> it's pretty sad to think that this is where we're gonna stay we're not (laughs) staying here
1: this is not our forever home oh this is our temporary home as carrie underwood says we're not gonna we're
0: not gonna think about that
1: we will leave at some point it just probably won't be for a while
2: (laughs) Woo!
0: i mean (laughs) oh man we might end up spending a decade here (sighs) uh well my week has been fun uh actually you know a large amount of it was spent preparing This week's worth of shows, just because I didn't, you know, I hadn't done it before. Yeah, hadn't done show prep like this on this scale. Anyway, with the podcast, we would have one topic, right? So I'd prepare, you know, a couple questions for that that we'd branch off discussions, and I'd prepare like a game. Sometimes I'd have to research a hashtag or do something like that, but you know, it was it was pretty quick. I could get it done in an hour or two on Friday night before we recorded. Um, But you know, this time I had to do, really prepare. We're talking for several segments over the course of three hours. We need a lot of a lot of uh, content.
1: You actually had to work. I had to work. What you're saying, yeah, like, like paid the for the rest it of society. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do an amazing amount of work for free. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs this station? Dang it! No, mm, oh, that's, not that's I. That would, that would be me. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, that, that's, it's been fun. It it was a, it's been a challenge, but it's been fun. And I think I've got it streamlined where it shouldn't take maybe half as long next week. Um, but if we're going to talk about the best thing that's happened all week for me, it's that my youngest son, who is almost a year and a half now, I think. What did he do? uh, Getting close. He's, he's learned not to touch the diaper genie. (laughs) By my wife having said, you know, just reinstilling two words into him, yucky, poo-poo, at that. (laughs) And he has taken that phrase and it has become his favorite thing. And so he's just all week long at home at church at work at the restaurant last night
1: yucky poo-poo
0: ucky poo-poo ucky <laughs> poo-poo just over and over again and we just can't help but laugh Aww. our heads off it is the cutest thing oh that's i wish he'd say this same forever
1: that's precious yeah. he's always been such a good talker though i yes, feel like he's, since he's the he's day he was really born well. he came out mm-hmm. with this huge vocabulary yeah all he needed was to hear someone say something a small handful of times, and he'll repeat it.
0: Yeah, uh, we went to his one-year checkup, wherever, where they test all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and he knew, like, 40 words. He's like, he's way above where he's supposed to be right yeah. now. So, yeah, we're we're proud of the kid. Yeah. He's a smarty. He's also developed this week the fake cry. Oh. The uh <laughs> I tell him not to touch the trash can or whatever. And he like collapses onto the ground and just cries. <laughs> he looks up at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you big faker. You Aww. faker. And he sits there and smiles when I call him out on being faker.
1: So. I think he's going to be the performer of the two. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. I
1: think Elijah is going to be very much reserved.
0: Do you think so? Because he's really not right do. now.
1: No, but see, it takes a while for him to warm up. He's going to have, like, a Chris personality where it's going to take you a little while to warm up. Actually, you know, yeah, that's
0: my personality, too. Yeah. If I don't know you or if I'm in a group setting, I'm I'm usually pretty reserved. Which is also
1: how Daedra is. Yeah.
0: But once we're... Well, but Daedra never really gets out of it. Uh... She will kind of laugh and joke around, but she won't...
1: Like I said, it's been six years that we've lived here and I've known her and I'm just now getting to see (laughs) that side, so... (laughs)
0: Like, Like, um... There are times when I get comfortable enough with a group that, like, I'll do goofy, do dance goofy dances, <laughs> goofy dances and whatnot, get get nuts and Daedra's Still, like, how do you do that? Yeah, but you only <laughs> do that
1: once. It's not, not like a few a...
0: times. It happens like three or four times a year. It just depends on who I'm with and where. Mm,
1: okay, maybe <laughs> maybe. I cut loose. Johnny is very much the mo of the family, though. You think so? He is.
0: I really think Johnny's gonna be more like me, though. Than, you think Then, because mm-hmm. I see uh, like little things that remind me of how I was when I was a kid yeah and uh, he's also very picky Eli's not very picky Johnny is extremely picky with what he'll eat Right. <laughs> Which I was that way. I still <laughs> kind of am. But, uh, but you can tell it's about textures because most of the stuff he doesn't want is about the same yeah. texture. Yeah. He'll just he'll put it in his mouth and he will look like we've betrayed him <laughs> and he will spit it out while staring directly at <laughs> us. <laughs> oh yeah. he
1: did have though like the first taste of real food that he ever had was cherry pie and that yeah. was from Chris so we set him up pretty good to just think that everything he ever puts in his mouth is gonna, gonna be, be as great. good yeah. as cherry pie I and mean, it's not.
0: it's been a it's been a struggle trying to find food that he will eat like at lunch something that we can quickly make up yeah like, he just he won't eat a lot of things really
1: yeah not hot dogs
0: he'll eat hot dogs but that's a lot of effort for him because we have to cut them up super teeny tiny. Yeah. yeah when our boys were, were little, that's what they ate every stoppers. day, every single day, every
1: day. Hot dogs and a cheese stick. He's good on every day. He's good
0: with mac and cheese. He's good with chicken noodle soup, like the chunky one that mm-hmm. has the big the big vegetables. noodles. He just yeah. doesn't like the chicken though. He likes the noodles and the vegetables, but he won't eat the chicken, which is annoying.
2: Noodle soup.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's fun. It's been a fun week. it is uh it is manic monday here on back row radio which means (laughs) which means that we sprinkle in a little bit more of the harder rock christian music uh so you're gonna hear a little bit more of that this morning uh when we come back some guys giving cash money to teachers stick around Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show with Matt and Moe. An anonymous donor has just gifted a $100 bill to every teacher in Kentucky. In a Kentucky, not in the whole state, but in a Kentucky school district. Uh, When teachers of Pendleton County Schools showed up for the opening day of the school year earlier this week, they were, or last week I think, uh, they were surprised to learn that a woman had given them all cash. I said guys, didn't I, earlier? Yeah. A woman had given them all cash donations to buy school supplies. That's a lot of money. There's 143 teachers in the Pendleton County School District. Wow. So that donation totaled $14,300.
1: So she received a nice little settlement from something and felt like, you know what, I need to figure out how I can give this back in, in some way. And you know, it's fair, Matt, for you to have said that this person was a guy, and then said that it was a woman. We can't assume this person's gender. That's or, true. That's we're in twenty eighteen Yeah. Sure.
0: Well, that, that's I think that's just my fault for saying anything at all. I should have just said a person. A person,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with male or female.
0: That's right. Uh, generosity comes with all genders. Uh-huh. All seventy three genders.
1: Generosity is not based <laughs> on gender. Okay. <laughs>
0: How many how many teachers you work in the school system here? Uh-huh. How many teachers do we have in our
1: about thirteen? Well, employees, not employees just teachers, total, custodians, EAs, coaches. What's an EA? Teacher, educational uh, assistant, educational <laughs> assistant, or a teacher's aide. See, I'm and, smart. Yep. Um, we have about thirteen hundred. Thirteen 1, hundred.
0: Yep. Okay, so this is a relatively small district. Then I yeah. would have to assume. unless
1: they just kept it to teachers. I mean, I. I would have to look and figure out exactly how many just teachers we have. But I know but that within our... it would
0: still be a majority of that, I would assume, though, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. At, least, I know at with, least half, if not more than Oh, that. yeah. Okay. And
1: I know within our high school, we have more than 143 teachers okay, in yeah. our high school alone. And we're not
0: a very big, we're not a very we're not, big district We're not. We're a smaller district. We're a pretty small district. So this so, is a teeny tiny district.
1: But we have a ton of elementary schools. That is yeah. what kills me.
0: Yeah, we have what, like ten or eight?
1: I wanna say eight.
0: Eight, yeah. But that's a lot with for one high school. For a one high school town. One high school town. We have eight elementary three schools. Middle three middle schools. Three middle schools. A freshman academy. Yeah. Which Our is just—it's just ninth, ninth graders, graders. Yep. yeah. Which I had never heard of. That weirds me out. I don't yeah. like that. I that been... changed after I went through the school system here. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we're gonna ship all the ninth graders off to one school just for one year. Yeah. I would hate that. Because It takes so much to get used to
1: the high you know, school being
0: there. Period. Mm-hmm. Being in a new school. Period. Have to do that one year and then do it again the next mm-hmm. year. No, yeah. thank you.
1: Yeah. I, there's a. There's a lot about our district that I think is a little bit weird. <laughs> Coming from a district employee.
2: <laughs> well,
1: when I was going through school, I don't know what it was like here when you went through school, but in middle school, did you go to middle school here?
0: Junior high, yeah.
1: Okay. Our 6th our 6th grade wasn't allowed to do sports, but our 7th and 8th grade played on a on a team together. You know, like our football team yeah. was seventh and eighth grade combined. But your our middle school but team... your middle
0: school was six, seven, and eight.
1: Right. Well, no. Actually our middle school was fifth, sixth, seventh. Oh gosh. Eighth. Okay. Yeah, but that's because that was just the town that I grew up in. Okay. And it the building, the elementary school building, was too small to house uh, the fifth okay. grade, and so they. But just I do know that over. a lot
0: of places in in America, middle school is sixth, seventh, sixth, and eighth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, and ninth through twelfth is high school. Exactly. But here, when yeah. I went, middle school was seventh, eighth, and ninth, and then high school was tenth, eleventh, twelfth. Ah. Since the change, is it 6th in it's junior high sixth, here? 6th, 7th, and 8th. Okay.
1: Yep, and then, like you said, the Freshman Academy. Okay,
0: yeah, so yeah, we, we transitioned to that. Yeah, but uh, Topher
1: just started playing football this year, and yeah. it's just a 7th grade team, and then the 8th graders have their own team, and I kind of feel like... Well,
0: that's weird. We
1: need to be building unity between our students. It's already weird to me that, like, 6th graders are not allowed to be a part of that. Yeah. They're all in one building together. But no, 6th graders can't. They can't participate in extracurricular activities. And then when you go into 7th grade, you have your own extracurricular activities.
0: That is strange.
1: It's very... I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) There we go. Off on a tangent.
0: (laughs) It is Manic Monday. We're going to be playing some more of the harder-hitting Christian music this morning. Stick around with us. We'll be back at the top of the hour for more of the Back Row Morning Show. It's the back row morning show. Thank you for joining us. We're in our second hour. And we're glad to have you with us.
1: (laughs) You sound a little tired, Matt.
0: I'm always a little tired. It's
1: only hour two. Wake up. (laughs)
0: Gosh. Mercy Mees, Barry Growl. Ooh,
1: I feel like you should have researched this.
0: G-R-A-U-L. Growl. Growl. I'm gonna say growl. Just because it's fun. Growl. Barry Growl has a suggestion he posted, how about some overhead bins and airport restaurants? <laughs> have you I mean, yeah, have you we've been to the airport recently and we have to carry around and you specifically, y'all didn't check your bags when we first went, so y'all had your bags with you. Yeah throughout the airport but they were
1: small bags they were but and they still, rolled really well
0: if you were to sit down in the restaurants that they have there where the tables are still all uh, close together even yeah. closer than a normal restaurant yeah trying to like get your bag in a situated place
1: that's true and they make a big deal about how you're not supposed to leave your bag mm-hmm. anywhere you know
0: and then so, you're sitting down in the waiting area and people give you nasty looks if you put your bag in the seat next to you because there's mm, only so many seats there's
1: only so many seats why are you taking up <laughs> four seats yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a lot of inconveniences at the airport. Uh, <laughs> we went We went to the Celebrate Recovery Summit a few weeks ago, uh, which is in L.A. Well, it's in Lake, Lake City. Lake, Lake City? No, Lake- that wasn't it, was it? Lake City! It wasn't Lake City, is it? I think it was Lake, Lake- View or Lake... I'm pretty late. sure it's
1: Lake City. I'm going to Google it real quick Google while you anyway, continue telling your story. Anyway, we went to
0: the Celebrate Recovery Summit, and uh, we were there most of the week. The summit's like three days, uh, but we were there most of the week, and we were there Saturday. We had the option of flying out Saturday at like 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. Oh, my gosh. So we picked 6 p.m.
1: Always pick 6. No, you pick 6 a.m.
0: No, no, no. We picked 6 p.m. To leave. We stayed the whole day.
1: Oh, to leave. To leave. Sorry.
0: Which I... Sorry. Looking back, and we probably should have left at 6 a.m. Because we were all done. We were all dead. But uh, we stayed that whole day and we decided we would go to Hollywood. And uh, a few of us uh, decided we were going to get some tattoos.
1: Okay, but let let me... Let me tell the story. Go for it. We... While sitting in the airport, getting ready to leave for California. (laughs) While we were still sitting
0: in Albuquerque. Right. (laughs) Waiting on our plane.
1: Somebody had said, hey, it'd be fun if we all got tattoos while we were on this trip. Who said it? Kendra.
0: It was a Kendra? Okay.
1: And almost everyone except for one person was like, yeah, let's do it. That'd be a great idea. Matt ran with this idea. Mm Mm-hmm. And started making plans. Well,
0: let's do without it without
1: telling any anybody else until the very last day, and no. then that's like,
0: no, no, yes! no, no, no. I told Chris in the airport while we were sitting there. I'm like, there are like seven tattoo parties. Okay,
1: again, before <laughs> we even left New Mexico. <laughs> so we have so a whole knew. week in between this. No, my
0: fault. You can't remember
1: a whole week <laughs> that we all just kind of think, eh. We didn't have time. The days have passed. All oh, well. Not getting tattoos. And then we wake up on the last day, and Matt's like, This is the tattoo parlor that we're going to. It is this many miles away from the house. It is this many miles away from the airport. I have already scheduled appointments. This is what we're doing. You did
0: appointments. <laughs> I, I I'm the kind one of thinking that you I did schedule the one appointments. I wanted to go to. Yeah. I, I figured that we would need to go to several if everybody was going to get theirs. Um, Cause
1: and we would have. They're but all
0: small. Most of them are small anyway.
1: We would have had to go to several. But, miraculously, somehow, a tattoo parlor that typically only takes
0: appointments, appointments yeah.
1: had two artists there available, and ready, ready to go, right and a then. cancellation, yeah. which is why I'm thinking you secretly made appointments. <laughs> I
0: didn't. But anyway, <laughs> we, got the, we got this tattoo, and uh, this is the first tattoo I've gotten in a while, and it's the biggest one. And, uh, they put that, like, when I first, my first tattoo I got, the bandage they gave me was, like, saran wrap, wrapped all the way around my arm with tape on all the way around it. So it wasn't going anywhere. But this time, they put, like, this weird medical tape. It was, like, clear, and it just laid on top of it. And it's supposed Get to it stay there stick. for two days. Well, within an hour, I had sweated that thing clean off, and I am... It's my tattoos bleeding, black ink everywhere, blood, black ink, blood. And so we're on our way to the ho- or to the hospital. We're on our way to the airport.
1: We probably should have gone to the hospital.
0: And I, I should have stopped at a Walgreens is or what I should have done. But I'm like, they got duty free shops and stuff there. I'm sure they got some uh, bandages or something. Mm. So I get there and I'm looking at every place, every single store. Not a single, not even a band-aid. You can't buy anything. You can buy toiletries, you can buy lotion, and I think you can buy, like, clippers and junk, but you can't buy band-aids, bandages, uh, ointments of any kind or anything like that. So I'm like, is there a first aid stand somewhere? What if someone cuts themselves? Anything? I just need, like, a thin piece of gauze. And they're like, no, sorry. Uh, This is LAX. (laughs) This is one of the biggest airports in America. There's no first aid stand. There's no nothing. Nothing. Not a single store carries some uh, first aid supplies. Nothing. So that was an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine that I'm the first person that has ever had a bleeding something in an airport. Oh, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. I think as a parent, nothing would send me into a bigger tailspin than my kid trips and falls and gets a bloody something or other. Right. <laughs> and there is nothing in the airport that Just I can Just get do.
0: on the plane bleeding, I guess. Right? And then go up into the high pressure zone and... Yeah. Spurt out even more. So I thought that, that they weren't going
1: some. to allow us on the plane because Chris also got a tattoo that was very large. His was much bigger, yeah. <laughs> very... Uh, he got a quarter sleeve done... Again, this whole situation somehow is one big miracle, I'm convinced.
0: Well, y'all almost didn't make it to the plane.
1: Well, we didn't to almost make it to the plane. But again, that's a miracle in and of itself that I will I'll tell. But I really thought that they didn't they weren't gonna let us get on the plane because yeah. Chris was just bleeding all the way down his arm. And I'm looking at it thinking they don't require us to give, like, proof that you don't have any bodily diseases that right. can be passed through blood. And we're about to go climb on a plane, a very small, confined area with hundreds of people. And
0: unassigned seating.
1: Unassigned seating. And and you're bleeding down your arm. They're going to end up telling us, sir, I'm sorry. You cannot board this plane. I was I was ready for it. I was... It was this trip, though, that I learned, and just this week, i you will be glad to know, I have made a doctor's appointment to discuss some anxiety that I have <laughs> um, with my family practitioner.
2: <laughs>
1: um, but it was this trip that I really learned I may have some serious, and I'm not just joking, yeah, like I'm not right. making light of it. Honestly. I may have some serious anxiety issues that I struggle with. <laughs>
2: um,
1: this... As I said, Matt had made these plans to go to this tattoo parlor, and there were two tattoo artists there. And when we get there, and we explain what all the four of us—Matt, Daedra, Chris, and myself—we all wanted to get something.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, mine was going to be relatively small, just a little tiny butterfly, is what I was. By the end of it, was all I was going to get.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and then and Chris, we had
0: like we had like three we had three, three hours. hours we yeah, had plenty we had a of time. Good
1: we figured one tattoo artist would be taken by Chris's right quarter sleeve, and then
0: everybody else was having relatively smaller stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yours was bigger, but it's still just still a palm small, like a palm yeah. size yeah. tattoo. It's not nowhere not near, big sleeve. by any yeah. means. Um, and then Daedra was just. She got her very first tattoo. I'm telling it on air. Which
0: she surprised everybody with. She did. She was the one that didn't want a tattoo at the airport. <laughs> oh, know, was, she? was oh. she? I mean, she was the one that was like, uh and she rolled her eyes when I said it. And oh, yeah. Whatever. But she told me she was sitting there thinking, this might be my opportunity to get a tattoo. Yeah. And she surprised me with that like the night before Yeah. we went. I'm like, no way. Yeah. Very straight laced. Very...
1: Yeah, non- I ad, never, yeah, I would never. adventurous. Yeah, I would never imagine. When it comes to that stuff, and th- go figure, it didn't hurt her at all. She
0: sat there. We were. I had Mo record it, and she's just, eh. Feels like you're writing pretty hard on me with a pen.
1: I've never heard Daedra be more valley girl <laughs> than what she was in this video. But she turns and looks at me, and she gives this face of seriously, like her eyes kind of <laughs> rolled back in her head, and it's cocked to the left a little bit, and she's like. Ugh. It just feels like you're drawing on me, like, really hard with a pen.
0: (laughs) Doesn't hurt, like, at all. (laughs) And
1: the guy, the tattoo artist, said, yeah, we're scratching you with something. And she goes, uh, yeah, I
2: guess.
1: (laughs) 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 And, like, you have got to be kidding me. I was expecting, like, screams and wincing in pain. And, oh, my gosh, you didn't tell me it was going to hurt this bad. (laughs) Nothing. 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 So don't go get a tattoo with Deidre because she'll make you feel like a weenie. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: But by the end of it, it was just the three of them who had gotten a tattoo. And what was supposed to take three hours ended up taking four. We had a 6.40 flight. Mm -hmm. We did not leave the tattoo parlor. We were supposed to leave by 4 o'clock. We did not leave the tattoo parlor until 5 o'clock.
0: Now, I had already left at this point because I had to take another car. Uh, and the rest of the group, two of our cars basically went to the airport. Yeah, uh, and I did. I had to take a group, so it was Mo and Chris. It was like three
1: fifteen at this point. Yeah,
0: and Daedra had not even started to get her tattoo at that point.
1: Yeah, but they we asked the tattoo artist, more. and he's like, "Yeah, I got it. They not a sure. big deal. Were sure Absolutely, get it done by four yeah. o'clock."
0: I'm like, "Okay, I'm leaving y'all here. Make it to the airport." and yep. I left yep (laughs) and then time just kept passing
1: it kept ticking away (laughs) ticking away.
0: so yeah so daidra messaged me that um yeah we're we're about to head out they just finished and and we're about to head out and that was then like 20 minutes later i'm like all right are y'all on your way she's (sighs) all they haven't picked me up yet yeah (laughs) like oh my gosh
1: yeah. It's so almost 5. We had the brilliant idea to valet park our car because you're only in LA once and you only get to valet park in <laughs> Fancy. LA.
0: Yeah.
2: Right?
1: So Chris and I were like, "Absolutely, valet parking for $20 for what ended up being almost 5 hours. Sure, why not?" Not considering that there were other people going to be in front of us at the line to pick up, to pick up said valet yeah. car. And um, I, Deidre texts me and she's like, Are you guys on your way? I just paid. And I'm like, No, we are waiting to get our car from the parking. I am freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> Freaking out. <laughs> We're gonna miss the flight. All that Daedra had said all week was how she how much she had missed her boys. It was gonna be my fault that she was gonna have to catch a later flight and she wasn't gonna be able to make it home to see her boys for a whole other day. <sighs> I was losing it. Like
0: Yep. So at this point it. we uh, our two cars had already made it to Avis, dropped our car off. And apparently there had been an accident somewhere in that area that had knocked out all the power mm-hmm. in that section. Uh, not to the airport, but to the Avis rental car place. So nobody could check in normally. Right. So we get there and, and on the one hand it was good because we we're just like, just get out. We'll email you your stuff. And yep. so we could just get out and leave. Get in the line to get on the bus. But... It was bad because it messed up the buses' schedule mm-hmm. as well. So the buses were running a lot slower. So they there were... was a guy out there, little dude in a red hat and tie, just apologizing. Guys, we're really sorry. We're gonna try and get you there. Uh, buses are running slow, but you know, we'll 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 get you there. We'll definitely get you on time. Just let yep. us know if if uh, you're running late or anything, and we'll figure something out.
1: Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. By the time we actually make it to Avis, I am watching like my phone the later. entire time. <laughs> watching my phone the entire time because I know we have the 640 flight. Mm-hmm. It is 6 o'clock when we pull up to Avis. 6 o'clock. There were no stoplights, which looking back, it was kind of a good thing. You know, people were not dra- driving like maniacs. They weren't being stupid or insane. So we were able to get there, I think, in what was a faster time. Right. Absolutely. Then. Um still the power was out so we did the whole drop off we'll email you the receipt chris and i ran into the building to use the restroom really quick we run in it is a dark building dark bathrooms i go to turn my flashlight on on my phone so i can actually see where i'm sitting to pee (laughs) and um miraculously lights come on and at that moment i'm like omg God has got us. We are going to get there. I might still have a panic attack, but it's going to happen. Like, somehow, somehow, the second that we drop the car off at Avis and we don't have to worry about all the big hassle of getting the receipt and whatever, somehow the power automatically comes on. No, there aren't coincidences. they are just things that God puts in place for you. So that was one of them. Chris and I use the bathroom. We run out. We get our stuff, only to find that Daedra... The most introverted person I think I have ever met in my entire life walks up to said Avis guy in his little red hat (laughs) and and tie and just happens to say, sir, we have a 640 flight. Is there... Do you know by chance how long the buses are going to be? And he becomes our angel. (laughs) Guys, come with me. Come with me, he says. We're going to take you to the... As he looks looks at us with these eyes like just go along with what I'm saying, we're going to take you to the Hilton. That's where you're going. But he drives us in his little SUV at almost 80 miles an hour through LA traffic from Avis to the airport directly to our gate. We make it there within 10 minutes tops. Yeah. We get out He go, he's yelling at us run 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 go catch your flight don't be late you got it i'm looking at chris screaming tip him tip him i don't care how much you give him you give him all the money in your wallet i don't care we make it in our bags have the nice little neon green late checked bag sticker that they have to put on it run them out there yep they run Mm -hmm. them out there they get us our boarding passes really quick they can see that we're flustered they tell us which line to go to for the security check there's nobody in front of us for those lines every other line has like five or six people in it but the one aisle number eight there is no one in it. We go straight through. I'm pretty sure they didn't even look at our bags through the security check. They, did, I had lotion in there. I had food in there. I had stuff in there that you were clearly supposed to take out. I didn't. And they didn't say anything. They didn't check Anything. We get out. Chris still had not had time to put his belt back on (laughs) his shorts or his shoes on. And we are literally running. Like Home Alone style. (laughs) Running through the airport to our gate. I still have this vision. I hope it always stays in my head of looking back at my husband who hasn't been able to run for over a year now because of his double ankle surgeries. You know, Looking back at my husband who was running while one hand is carrying his belt that is slinging (laughs) around (laughs) quite possibly could knock anybody out that (laughs) runs past him and the other hand is holding up his shoes while also holding up his shorts so that they don't (laughs) fall to his ankles and Daedra and i are just booking it as fast as we can to the line we kind of thought you know what if we if the two of us make it to the line we can hold it for chris you know he doesn't mm-hmm. have right, to run right. with us. <laughs> we can hold it for Chris. We get there and turn the corner to our gate and see the rest of our group.
2: Still, no just one about has to not, not even boarded
1: yet, <laughs> and it was like the heavens opened up and the angels started singing. Ah! Right, because <laughs> by the time you
0: got to Avis, the flight said it was boarding. Yes, on your phone, I, had right? check- yeah. I had been so checking. So y'all were, were in super panic mode. Yes, yeah.
1: No, not y'all. Not just y'all. You? Deidre was in the back being silent, which I think was her way of panicking. Oh, sure. You know, I'm freaking out like (laughs) and the whole time. So something that I had learned on Summit was when you pray, don't continuously pray over and over and over again what you've already asked for. God's already heard it. He already knows what you need and what you want. He knows what
0: urgent is. He's good.
1: He's got it. (laughs) So I, I had prayed a couple times. God, please just get us there. God, please get us there. God. And then it hit me and I was like, God, you know what we need. You you are capable. You are faithful. You will get us there. I trust you. And the whole time Chris is driving and he's like, God's got us, guys. God's got us. This trip was very eye-opening for Chris. And it was like (laughs) going to summit with one Chris and coming home with a completely different. And this was the trusting in God. He knows he's faithful. Chris, as he's driving. And he's just... Not a big deal, driving through L.A. traffic, and I'm looking at him like, you have got to be kidding me. I am freaking out over here. Why are you not freaking out? <laughs> we only have so many people lined up to keep our kids. We cannot be late. We have to make it home.
0: Oh, but hey, you made it. We made it. there. It was great.
1: And it's a good story to tell. It's fun.
0: It is Manic Monday, which means we're sprinkling in a little bit more of the Harder Rock this morning, so get your... Get your Head, head, get your your head. What's head banging? There we go. Get Get your your head head banging. (laughs) When we come back, we figured out one surefire way to keep mosquitoes away. Stick around. Welcome back to the Back Real Morning Show. It is time for five random facts with Mo.
1: What? Crazy facts. People behave better when they are being watched. This even works under the illusion of being watched. Like posting a photo of human eyes nearby.
0: We <laughs> can post a photo of someone looking at you. What? And it'll like you put a photo of your boss in your office just looking right at you. And no. you'll work harder.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. (laughs) I wonder if that's why. Do you remember when Jesus pictures used to be a big thing that everybody had in their houses? Right,
0: and they looked out. So they were always looking at you no matter what you looked at.
1: I wonder if that's why. Helps keep you up there. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) All right, Uber Facts. A study found that running backwards is actually easier on the knees... Than traditional running. Mm-hmm. So the next half marathon I do needs to run be done backwards. backwards.
0: I've tested that theory out before and it is true. I can run backwards much easier. Sure. It's my, easier here. on my knees, but it's, it's harder, a lot harder on sure. my butt sure. when I fall. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you could run a marathon backwards. You just yeah, knock no. into people.
1: Uh-uh. I don't even think I could run a five K, back. I don't think I could run a mile <laughs> backwards. I might make it 10 steps before I fell. Not fun. Another uber fact, a Caesar salad from McDonald's has more calories, salt, and fat than a double Big Mac.
0: That is true. You will so not. So eat the
1: double Big Mac. <laughs> the,
0: the salads at any of these fast food restaurants have so many more calories than so you think they do. So it's not
1: as healthy it's as you never really healthy. think it no,
0: is. It's not healthy at all. Even like McDonald's oatmeal. It, it, it it's advertised as wholesome, healthy, and all this. Can I say That just has them? more. It has more calories and fat than a McDonald's ice cream cone. Wow. A cup of oatmeal, and they're smaller, I'd rather too. eat an
1: ice cream cone for breakfast than oatmeal yeah. anyway. And so. they're available. I mean, and give you know, it to you can always get the double Big Mac bunless, so it's keto friendly. <laughs>
0: Keto friendly. Yep. Keto
1: friendly. <laughs> a new study revealed that teenagers are willing to adopt healthy diets as a form of rebellion.
0: Isn't that great? Do you know?
1: <laughs> so I actually kind of thought about this at the fair last week, the week before. We're you know how they have all those food trucks lined mm-hmm. up as you first walk in and With it's all the this fried fattiest, stuff. Uh huh. Yep. And then they have in our town. Two little stands. One was for Nutrition Avenue, which is the Herbalife shake place right, that right. you can go to here in town, and they'll make you Herbalife shakes. And then the other one was for those wonderful new acai bowls Ugh. that you can get. Yeah. Every teenage girl in our town was standing at that stupid acai bowl <laughs> food truck to get Something that they probably can't even pronounce and don't know what is. but <laughs> A-kai? Be- Uh-huh. A-kai? But because they think it's healthy, mm, I'm going to eat acai. Okay. There's and a... I'll have my turkey leg. Thank there's you is very a, much. There's
0: <laughs> a little store across from, like, the Schnitzel in our uh-huh. town. Uh-huh. It's not open anymore. It's not open? No. Did they close it down?
1: I thought they did. Well, it lasted it's a really right long time. It's right down the street from... Yeah, it is.
0: Its most recent incarnation was an Acai place. And it was that for like three years. It lasted far longer than anything else has been in there. It's a really tiny rundown place. It was a soda fountain at one point. It was a gravestone place. engravers at one point, really? a smoke shop, you know, all those things. And all those things died within a couple months. But that yeah. Icai place lasted a good while. I yeah. Think, if it's not still going now.
1: I don't think, and I, it may be like a seasonal thing. She may only open in the summer oh, months, possibly. like from spring to summer. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that during the fair. the fair. I kind of was like, okay, <laughs> either they're really healthy or this is some sort of Rebellious thing. Okay. (laughs) Mosquitoes are weak flyers that can only reach speeds of about one mile per hour. So the breeze from a small electric fan is enough to keep them away. Hey, good to know. So just carry a fan with you wherever you go. If you're
0: going to sit down, just surround yourself with a little...
1: With little uh, fans. Portrait
0: of electric fans, yeah. Fortress, right? Yeah.
1: You just need one of those little handheld ones. That'll be enough to keep them all No,
0: because then you're having to, like, turn all around and shoot them. That's true, I guess. You need, you need like, a globe of fans just pointing outwards. You're sitting in the middle, It's <laughs> <just> peaceful <laughs> and knowing that you're not going to get bit.
1: You know, I used to shove, like, dryer sheets yeah. in, like, my waistband does that work? and bra straps. And they say it does, but I still got eight still because... Be- Apparently it doesn't work. I'm going to try
0: this (laughs) fancy. It is Manic Monday. A little more of the harder rock all morning long uh, sprinkled in. So stick around for that. We'll be back at the top of the hour for more Back Row Morning Show. that guys it's the third hour we're glad that you're with us uh we have a study here which uh i found pretty interesting there are uh, a few different a few different how do do you put it Uh, tests or projects that that scientists are trying to do with certain animals to uh change their chemistry change change their chemistry and uh, for one reason or another, and we'll, we'll, we'll explain what they all are. Um, but they, they went... they uh, The National... Is it the Pew? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Pew Research Center went, went asking uh, Protestants, uh, evangelicals, what they thought of these, if they were in favor or if they were against these animal testing uh, situations. Uh, if I explain them more, it will sound less weird. Let me just do that. So there were five things that they asked evangelicals about. They asked if they were okay with... Uh, tests on aquarium fish that would cause them to glow in the water. Okay. So that they'd be born like doing this with these, with these fish. tests. So they'd be glowing fish, uh, even fish that don't typically do that. Okay. Uh, they asked about a closely related, uh, doing tests on a closely related species to bring back an extinct animal. Hmm. Um, they talked about animals, uh, Increasing the protein production in certain animals that we eat to make more nutritious meat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tests to grow organs and tissues for humans on certain animals, for humans that need like transplants. Mm -hmm. And then the last one was doing tests on mosquitoes, trying to uh, change their body chemistry to where... It would limit their ability to reproduce and thus it would uh, reduce the spread of diseases and stuff. But basically, so these are actual tests. These that are, are actual things that are either being considered or already happening. Yeah, well, I know right the now. whole
1: protein thing in production of meat, that's a for real thing mm-hmm. that's happening. So they just asked Christians how they felt about basically, this? Basically, yeah,
0: if they were in favor of it or not. Okay. And so the uh, aquarium fish one, 15% said that they were okay with it. 84% said they were not. Uh, they said that this was taking technology too far. Uh, the closely related species bringing back an extinct animal, 80% said that's too far. Uh, 18% were okay with it. Um, protein production, 29% said that they were okay with it. 70% said it was too far. Animals growing organs or tissues for humans needing a transplant, 43%, this was a close one, 43% said that they were okay with it, but still the majority, 55% said that they were not okay with it. So those four, still the, the vast majority said, no, let's not do this animal testing. It's weird. Leave God's animals the way they're supposed to be. All except for that last one.
2: The
1: mosquitoes.
0: Everybody was okay. Mosquitoes, get rid of them. That was God's biggest mistake. (laughs) 70% of those that responded said they were absolutely fine with us trying to kill off the mosquitoes uh, or greatly reduce their number. Only 27% said that they had a problem with it. So (laughs) my takeaway is that us christians are like don't mess with god's planet people these are god's animals except, except for the mosquitoes. mosquitoes none of us like them they're okay
1: see i kind of feel that way about flies like what is the purpose of a fly why do we have them it's not as if they do any good <laughs> for our environment or for nature okay i i bees fine well don't they, they help, help it, don't they
0: help in decomposition of things
1: I don't know how. Pretty
0: sure they how they eat and excrete.
1: No, they they they? sit and poop.
0: That's that is disgusting.
1: (laughs) That's what excreting means. Do you know? I have those big. We don't have like the the mini blinds in our house. We have those big wide
0: slats. yeah, Yeah, I don't know
1: what they're called, but whatever. Um, and I it was fly season here because we live very close to the
0: 87 dairies
1: beef capital of the world. (laughs) So we get a ridiculous amount of flies. Um, And a friend of mine at church had made a comment. I had made a comment about how much I hate flies. I'm just over these stupid flies. And she's like, yeah, there's nothing worse than looking at my blinds and seeing all those little brown spots and knowing that's fly poop. And I went home and looked at all my blinds and thought, oh, my word, that really is fly poop all over my blinds all on the windows all on the windowsill it is the most disgusting thing i have ever in my entire life seen why can we not get rid of the flies i you know what we all just need to get a some electric fans and that will take care of the mosquitoes as we just figured out in our last random facts you don't have to worry about mosquitoes anymore let's kill off the flies Please. I'll
0: get a bug zapper. Get one of those.
1: They don't humming. work. They don't work. The salt gun doesn't work. The stupid, you know, those things that you hang, the strips, the strips. that look like you're from the ghetto for yeah. real. <laughs> so I had one of those hanging on my back porch. Well, we also not only live really close to the national dairy capital of the world, but we live in a very windy town. Yeah. And so that stupid fly thing smacked all the way up on top of my. Yeah, foot on top of my back porch ceiling and I have, doesn't matter how many times to the pressure washer, I've ran that daggone thing. I still have this nasty, ugly, honey-colored stain on my ceiling as a reminder to, yep, flies suck. There's nothing I can do about it.
0: See, I don't have as much of a problem with the flies. Uh, I mean, they're annoying, but at least they can't bite you. Like, I have a Some big, of them
1: do. They have, not biting flies. Here. We don't have biting flies. Yes, we flies do.
0: Here. I've never been bitten by a fly. You're a nut.
1: You. <laughs> 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 they have biting flies. You
0: crazy. Whatever. But the mosquitoes get intense out here. Like, I get terrified of having to go out in the early morning or the evening uh, during the summer because See, I had... know I'm going to get bit like five times. And I always do. Plus, I'm bald. So I have a big. <laughs> head area and i always get bit on my head somewhere.
1: Yeah, because they go for the highest <laughs> part of your body. So so it's your head. I hate
0: it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate Surprisingly, it. Surprisingly,
1: i have not i'm going to need to knock on that pallet that's behind you, right. but i have not received a single mosquito bite this year. You
0: suck. It's I've had probably like because a, i'm working I've more I had a dozen.
1: And i'm inside. Well,
0: I never go outside and i've still gotten a dozen. <laughs>
1: Yep, no mosquito uh, bites this year.
0: I get it. They they, they like they like know my routine. They know what I'm coming that. home from grocery shopping in the evening <laughs> on Monday night, and that's when they attack me. I come out and I'm just swarmed.
1: That's funny. <laughs> They're ready ready to hit.
0: Well, Chick fil A has quite the cult following among Christians. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're aware, uh, and <laughs> I've been researching. How many, just how many songs there are out there written about Mm Chick-fil-A. And there are so many.
1: Yeah, when you proposed this idea to me about... Like featuring Chick fil A songs. I was yeah. like, okay, so what, one? one Maybe two? two? <laughs> I, no! I honestly, I
0: honestly thought it would be a struggle to get enough for this week. Apparently not. But there are tons. We're going to go through nine of them, or not nine of them, seven of them this week. Wow. Uh, seven of the best ones. Uh, so today, today we're just going to do one, and it's a song from Johnny Diaz.
1: All right, Johnny it's D.
0: The Chick fil A song. If the good
2: Lord wanted fast food, I know just what he'd eat. Not Taco Bell, the Pizza Hut, or even Mickey D's. Cause clowns have always scared him, just trust me, I can tell. But there's something about that upright cow who needs to learn to spell. Chick-fil-A, I have to say that you're the one for me. Your food is always hot and fresh and your bathroom's always clean And if you thank me for this song, you know I love gesture, But I won't make a big deal out of it I'll simply say, my pleasure Number one, no pickle, that's always what I want My wife says I should live a little, but I say, what's the point? When you taste it, true love, was no room for compromise I say it's like my love for you, sweetheart But she just rolls her eyes I have to say that you're the one for me If you were open Sunday, I'd just stay with you always week. So bones would be nice, but you know I'll take whatever Cause it is not gifts but love, that's holding us together So if you think me for this song, you know I love a gesture But I won't make a big deal out of it I'd simply say
0: good song but seriously no pickles what's wrong with you guys it is manic monday and we are playing more of the loudest christian rock that we've got when we come back we're snake handling stick around back to the back row morning show uh, mo googled earlier if uh, saddleback church was in lake city california i told her it wasn't and uh, she he
1: told was me it wrong was. it's totally like I was city, completely
0: california. right they're the, in lake forest
1: the zip code there is 96115 <laughs> no google it people lake you will forest, find lake city california,
0: california. <laughs> <laughs> all right so mo So, Matt. A story close to your heart. Ha, 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 (laughs) ha. Now, the son of a pastor killed by a snake during a sermon Mm
2: -hmm.
0: was bitten by a deadly snake during a sermon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cody Coots asked his congregation to take him to the mountaintop where God would judge whether he lives or dies. However, a defiant follower in his church takes him to the hospital instead, where doctors told him the snake came close to severing his temporal artery, which would almost have certainly killed him. This church handles deadly snakes, handles fireballs, Fireball. drinks, drinks poison. It's like they're daring God to let them die.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But this guy, this guy Cody Coots, he's he's um, his dad had been the preacher for this church for a long time. And they showed some video that they're just, it was very charismatic feeling, which is the joke that we have with Mo, Cause she grew up in a charismatic church. It's very charismatic feeling, but they're holding these just rattlesnakes and deadly snakes and all this. And just dancing around, smacking that thing, letting it get close to you, tempting it to bite you pretty much. And his dad got bitten and died like immediately from it. And instead of going, Maybe we should rethink this. (laughs) Cody Coots, who I think was 23, he's either 23 or 28, but he was in his 20s, said, all right, I'll be the pastor now and just kept it going. And then he nearly died this past, I think it was this past week or maybe two weeks ago uh, doing this. But someone was there filming for it when it happened. And the dude was just bleeding all down his ear and he started passing out. And he almost certainly would have died had they not taken him to the hospital to get that stuff extracted. Like, what makes you? Why would you? Isn't that testing God? Like, just take me up there. We'll see if God lets me live or die.
1: Okay. Congregation of Cody Coots, please listen when I say. (laughs) One, shout out to those of you who did not. Follow your leader and took him to the hospital. He owes his life to you. Absolutely. Shout out. The dude is a big old boy. Dude, if I could <laughs> high five you, I would. Big um, old
0: boy in overalls carried that guy out on his shoulders.
1: Good for you. Big old boy in overalls. <laughs> but listen closely. When I say there is a fine line between being passionate and overzealous in your worship and in your belief and being a fool. <laughs> in the Bible, Jesus, God commands us to not be a fool. Multiple times. Multiple times. Please don't be foolish. What you are doing is foolish. Oh,
2: it gracious. is testing
1: God. And one of you will die. <laughs> Unless big old boy in overalls continues to carry every single one of you to the hospital.
0: Uh, there are like 73 or se- se- 70 something. I didn't have it. I don't have it right in front of me, there are like 70 something snake bites in America per year that require like hospitalization. Mm-hmm,
1: and they're all from a Pentecostal no, over. <laughs> all, yeah, <laughs> charismatic, from a charismatic church. No.
0: Um, but I think it was like five or six of them each year come from a, a snake handling church like this. And a lot of them result in death, which is just crazy
1: okay so I grew up never touching a snake I actually have a true significant fear of snakes like do not bring them near me Um, about a year ago my child and his friend found a little gardener snake out in the front yard and stuck it in a box and brought it in the garage and then let the daggone garage door open and guess where that snake was the following morning right outside my bedroom door. <laughs> I am not okay with snakes. I will not play with snakes. I will not hold snakes. Mm-mm. I've
0: held a snake a couple nope. times.
1: Nope. Nope. It freaked uh-uh. me out. But nope. all right.
0: I someone, no. I had someone, the, had the owner of the snake there going, okay, Mm-mm. it'll be fine. He's not scared of you. Yeah. Don't be scared of him. No. <laughs> it's Manic no. Monday, y'all. We are putting some more that jumping jiving hard rock music for you to handle all your snakes to uh (laughs) we'll be back to close out the (laughs) we'll be back to close out the hour with your verse for the day and our final thoughts so stick around to the background morning show we are wrapping up our show with our bible verse and our thought for the day bible verse for the day is isaiah 26 3 you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you
1: and our thought for the day is actually a question from mandisa she asks what might god be teaching you through the difficult trial you are in.
0: Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits smashed together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com. Mo, what's the final word?
1: It's been a great first day.
0: <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back.
1: Bye.